Welcome to another episode of the Climbing Hinge Podcast. You're not hearing me. You might have heard your partner say that at some time. If not, you're likely to hear it in some time in the future if you're not good at allowing your partner to feel heard and furthermore to feel accepted. And that's going to be the focus of this podcast. We're going to focus on being heard and accepted. And if you've talked to me, you might have heard me say that acceptance is a magic pill. It does wonderful things. Uh, It does magical things just through the art of acceptance. We can take this powerful magic pill and master it so that our partners the people that we that we love can feel accepted and we're going to explain why it is such a powerful concept all right so what we're going to do first is we're going to define acceptance uh, we're going to define what it is and then we're going to get into some research that shows exactly why for, for a woman uh, feeling heard being heard and feeling accepted is so powerful. Why it is like that magic pill that I call it. It's a powerful thing. Um, second, we're gonna talk about some methods to convey acceptance and, and for your partner to feel heard by you, both verbal and nonverbal. And then three, we're gonna go through some specific scenarios, examples of what um, your partner may say and how you can demonstrate that you accept how they feel. All right, so let's get into the research. What's a a definition of of, uh, acceptance here is, it's basically a person's assent to the reality of a situation, whatever the situation may be, without attempting to change it. So if my partner says, I don't love you, I I accept that reality, she doesn't love me, and I do not attempt to change it. That is acceptance. There are many ways that you can convey both verbally and non-verbally that you're not accepting what your partner is saying. And we're gonna talk about how to uh, work through that. All right, here's another, um, let's get into some research here. Here's, here's a quote from Luann Brizadine. She wrote a book, a whole book on the female brain. It's a fascinating book. Um, anyways, her quote here is whether or not she's being listened to will tell a young girl if others take her seriously which in turn goes to the growth of a sense of a successful self so if the the girl or woman feels that she's not being listened to tells her whether whether others take her seriously so if you're not hearing her She won't be felt as if you're taking her seriously. Also diminishes her sense of a successful self. It's like she's speaking to a wall that you're you're not accepting her. Makes I've heard other quotes, women say it makes them feel small when they're not heard or listened to. So obviously you don't you, if you love your partner, you don't want them to feel small. You don't want them to think that you're not taking them seriously. 
Let's walk through some other research so we can understand why this is important. Uh, Vandenbos, 1999. Having an opportunity to speak and be heard increases perceptions of fairness in the area of procedural justice. Again, it's the idea of speaking, being heard, increases a sense I'm being treated fairly by, by my partner. That's important to know. Other research, Gonzalez and Manzi, 2001. Perceived fairness may then promote empathy and trust. So we heard um, from Vandenbos, speaking and being heard increases fairness. This perceived fairness then helps to promote empathy and trust. So if I'm accepting of what my partner is feeling, it's likely, well, I'm gonna build greater trust and, and greater empathy. You're gonna have more caring and empathy for me because I am accepting of them. Go through some more research. This is from the area of perspective giving and perspective giving is basically, I, I'm giving you my perspective, how I feel about things, my experience. That's perspective giving. This is from Galinsky in 2008. Understanding of perspective, so I understand my, my partner's perspective, facilitates a more integrative approach, more, more, more mutual and cooperative. This leads to greater mutually beneficial solutions. So again, I'm understanding my partner's perspective. Again, it leads to a more integrative approach together. Um, it leads to more cooperation. Castro 20, 2015 shows, um, this is some other research, this is really interesting. Their research showed that superb listening, somebody who is very present towards the speaker, um, allows or, or can activate, achieve significant impacts on the speaker. So very present, I'm very present towards whoever is speaking and listening. Um, it can activate a significant impact on the speaker, makes them feel good. Now think about that. What are you trying to do in your relationship? I'm trying to promote trust, empathy, um, so I'm going to use this magic pill. And if I can make my partner have, uh, give them a significant impact on them and how they feel by, by being a superb listener, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to do it through um, conveying that I'm listening, which we've talked about on other podcasts. We have a podcast, uh, He Just Doesn't Listen. We talked about how to listen. Um, but I'm also going to do it through listening, feeling my, having my partner feel heard, and accepting what they are saying. All right? Um, Pashupati, 2015. Here's on the negative side. A distracted listener is perceived by the narrator, the person speaking, as not only unresponsive, but also disagreeing. So if you're not present with your partner when they're speaking, you're looking around, you're fidgeting, you're doing things, they're gonna feel you're unresponsive and probably that you disagree with them. That's a negative thing. So we, we've talked about uh, body language, eye contact, another podcast, and definitely a superpower. You wanna harness all those skills and then put it together with the final piece, which is acceptance. When somebody is, is and the key thing here is somebody is sharing their perspective on things. If my partner, my wife, my girlfriend is sharing how she feels, she owns that. That's not something I can, I can argue about. It's different than for my partner saying, 
we should raise our kids like this, that's a little bit differently. Yeah, that's her feeling and she has a strong feeling about it, but that's, that's different. That's our, our kids together, we have to mutually decide what is best for them. But as far as how somebody feels um, and their, their emotions, if she says she doesn't love you, that's not something you can argue about and talk her out of. You accept that. So I want to clarify the differences. All right, let's talk about the impacts on the brain of, of being heard and being accepted, both a positive and negative, so we can better understand why it's so powerful, why it's, it's such a magic pill um, to be accepting of how somebody is. Um, this is from research from Desetti and colleagues, and what they showed was a cooperation, so the act of cooperating, I'm accepting how you feel, I'm cooperating with you, leads to more activity in the media OFC. That's a reward center area of the brain. So cooperative behavior can lead to feeling good. It's rewarding. King Casas, King and Casas, their research showed that benevolent reciprocity is, of course, more rewarding than malevolent reciprocity in the caudate nucleus. And their research showed this is, so, this is associated with a sense of fairness. So my partner is telling me how they feel. I'm accepting how they feel. I'm allowing them to be heard. I'm reciprocating in a benevolent manner, right? It's rewarding in the caudate nucleus and it has to do with fairness. King and Casas again, um, female participants in a research study um, were activated by mutual outcomes and the ventral stradium, the rostral ACC, and again, the medial OFC were all activated in this research. Again, leading us to believe that cooperation, a sense of fairness, leads to a sense of being rewarded in the brain. It makes them feel good. We just talked about Castro's research. A superb listener towards the speaker can achieve significant impacts on the speaker. We combine these things of feeling heard and accepting how your partner feels. It makes them feel and it's rewarding to them. Therefore, we want to be really good at this. On the negative side, what does not feeling heard do to your female partner? Well, A, we already said it. it if you're not hearing them, it tells them that you don't take them seriously. They can feel small. Their sense of a successful self, a self-image, self-image is diminished by you not hearing them. We don't want to do that. It can also lead to frustration and frustration can often result to um, things that are impeding, impeding your, your goals, where, you, where you're trying to go. If my partner is trying to tell me something, they don't love me because they don't want to be with me and I'm not hearing them and I'm not accepting, it leads to frustration and anger, right? We, we know that's the case. Three things can come from frustration. Uh, anger, prejudicial behavior, so behavior that's just negative towards me after I do that. Also depression. Your partner could, could fall into depression if you're not accepting of them. So those are all negative things. Anger, prejudicial behavior, depression. She doesn't feel you're taking her seriously. She feels small. Do you want your partner to feel those things? I would say you're not going to have a successful, loving relationship if that's the case. So now we can see, when we put the research together here, why being heard and, and being accepted for how I feel and who I am is so, so powerful, such a magic pill.
All right, let's go on to number two here. We talked about methods to convey acceptance, and I can use both nonverbal and body language and verbal. And we know from body language, um, eye contact, I have an open body, non-judgmental face, my partner is speaking, I'm very present, right? We talked about what being very present can be, achieves significant impacts on the speaker and how they feel. They're speaking to me, she's telling how I'm feeling, and I'm, I'm, you know, might be nodding my head up and down, expressive eyes, and I'm conveying to her, non-verbally, that I am hearing her and accepting her, not disputing her. Number two, I can do this verbally. Uh, and one verbally, uh, one way we can verbalize this is what's called paraphrase. And so I paraphrase what the speaker says. So she says, you know, I'm, I love you, I'm not in love with you. And she kind of stops because it's hard for her. And I can say, so I, I, I hear you and I know this is hard for you. And I, I'm, what I'm hearing is you're, you're, you're saying that you, you love me, but you're not in love with me. And I, can, I appreciate you telling me this. I know it's hard for you. And whatever that means, uh, if this means you're, you're not wanting to go forward in the relationship, I understand if it's therapy you want. We can talk through these things, but the most important thing, it's okay for you to tell me that. So verbally, I've paraphrased her and helped her to finish her sentence. She feels relieved by that because I've done that, by the way. And then she feels all these positive things in the brain, fairness, cooperation, I'm taking her seriously, her sense of a successful self is elevated by me. So I want my partner to feel those positive things, right? All right, three, finally, third point. Let's go on to some scenarios. Walk through four scenarios, some similar things we've talked about on other podcasts. And if you want to be good at these, you have to, you have to practice. You have to go through scenarios and practice. It's like you're an actor in a movie. That's what I tell people. Just pretend you're doing a movie script. All right, number one, um, I'm just not happy, she tells us. I'm just not happy. And I say, and that's okay if you feel that way and I, I accept that and if that means it, I want you can tell me what it means but if it means that you're you're wanting to think about this relationship or end it or you want us to work on things I'm here I'm I'm here to listen to you. I love you but what's most important I want you to feel accepted and heard and supported and always be able to express yourself and again, I'm doing good body language when I'm doing this. I'm, I'm open body, non-judgmental, positive uh, facial and the head gestures. And I'm verbally telling her that I'm accepting. It's okay for you to feel that way. And again, we're going to do all the positive things we talked about. The positive impacts on the brain, her sense of successful self, she's taken seriously. Magic pill, right? When I tell you that acceptance is a magic pill. It is, trust me. All right, scenario number two, she says, I, I just don't trust you. We're talking, she says that. And I say, if, and that's okay. And I, I appreciate that you can tell me that. And if you don't trust me, you know, I would never, I would never ask you to be with me or want to be with me if you don't feel good about me. I care too much about you. I love you and I want us to be together. What's most important is, is how you feel. And I'm, I'm glad you can, you can express that to me tonight. All right, again, I've accepted how she's felt. I've told her that. 
I've told her how I felt. That's okay for me to express how I feel. I love her. I want to be with her. But I respect and accept how she feels. That's the difference, right? Gives me more power. I come from a powerful place when I talk like that. Free and loving. Scenario number three, she says, I love you, but I'm not in love with you. And then I say, and, and that's okay. I'm glad you can express yourself. And if, if, if that means that you want to work on things, I'm open to it. If it means you don't, you're not sure about the future, you, you, you want to separate, I, I love you. I care for you. I want us to be together. But again, the most important thing is, is how you feel. I want to be supportive of you and I, I accept I accept what you're saying. I've, I've done it again. Um, accepted how she felt. I've done it in a benevolent manner. We, you know, we talked about how a benevolent manner, um, benevolent reciprocity leads to an increase in the sense of reward in the caudate nucleus due to fairness. She's taken seriously. I'm not making her feel small. I'm making her feel wonderful. Back to the magic pill of, of acceptance. Number four. Um, scenario four, she says, I've been thinking and things are not good and I, I think I want a separation or maybe divorce. This is the big one. <laughs> if you're married, this is the big one you never want to hear. Um, again, you have to prepare for these things. If she says that, what, what I want to say is, I, I appreciate that you can express yourself to me. I, I, I'm, I, I really am, and I want to thank you for being for doing that. I always want you to be able to tell me how you feel, and that means a lot to me. And if if what you feel is the need for separation or divorce, that's okay. I love you. I will support you through whatever you want. I, it's not what I want. I love you. I want us to be married. But what's most important again is how you're feeling about things, and I would never want you. Uh, to be with me in any way, shape, or form if you didn't feel the right things you mean too much to me. And again, I've accepted how she felt. I've allowed her to be heard. I'm going to do all the positive things. She's going to be rewarded. I'm cooperating. I'm benevolently uh, expressing reciprocity. So it's going to be fairness. It's going to be cooperation. She's going to feel good about it. it increases empathy and trust. I'm taking her seriously. She's gonna have a positive sense of successful self. After that conversation, she will feel better about me. Guarantee you that. Is it gonna be enough to turn things around? Maybe, maybe not, but if it's not, I embark on a free and loving pathway forward, right? It's not gonna be the last time, especially if we're married or we've been dating any length of time, it's not gonna be the last time we talk to each other. It's not going to be the last time we're in, in, in together. It's not going to be our last interaction. Hardly the case. I have a lot more opportunities to exceed her expectations, show her I'm accepting, show her I am a free and loving man. All right, so what we wanted to do on this episode of the podcast is really get into why I say acceptance is a magic pill and certainly we can see from the research it is it's rewarding to the brain to feel heard to be cooperating to have a sense of perceived fairness um, it's going to allow your partner to promote a greater sense of empathy and trust in you hearing them increases their perception of fairness 
they feel taken seriously. They don't feel small, they have a sense of successful self. You're doing all these things when you're allowing them to feel heard. And as Luann Brizadine says in her book, the, the female brain is, 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 has a need to be heard. So versus, versus men, a greater need to be heard because their brain is really a, an awareness, sensing, emotion, feeling, communicating brain more so than, than men. It's more important to, to women to feel heard and to feel accepted, especially as society diminishes many times and doesn't allow them to feel these things. If you can do this and allow your partner to feel heard and accepted, you will have a, an immense skill and you will possess what I call the magic pill. All right, I want to thank you once again for listening to this episode of the Climbing Henge Podcast.